What's up? I what? what? Yeah, never. What? <laughs> we just, uh, it was like the gift of the Magi. That's true. We did try to talk at the same, same time. time. Welcome to the Side Talks podcast, where we're so excited to be on this podcast right now that we both are talking at the same friggin' time. It's like an episode of Gilmore Girls. Except much slower. <laughs> Except not as nearly as well written. Anyway, we're here not to talk about the Gilmore Girls. That's my other podcast. We are here to talk about dim movies. Let's talk about some movies. We make mistakes and we just keep on going. What's this shit? Woo! I'm coming in hot. Here we go. Coming in hot, bitch. Okay, I've got a scene. That's a nice clean one for you. All right. You're gonna freaking get it. I believe you are. We'll see. It's a room. It's a restaurant. It's sort of a family-style kind of situation casual-ish. Okay. And it's two young women sitting across from each other eating pizza. Pizza. One of these actors, maybe both of them, but certainly one of them is incredibly famous, and she is really loving this pizza. Okay. She's devouring it, and she's on and on about it. Mm, 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 mm. That kind of thing. Okay. Love it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Chef's kiss kind of shit. And then the, the young woman across from her is not really going to town on the pizza, and she kind of inquires, like, what's going on with you? She's like, I really, I got to stop. You know, I've got um, a muffin top or she, I think she even has the other actor explain to her, the other character explain to her what a muffin, she's kind of like, I've got this thing over my pants. And then it gets defined as a muffin top. Uh And then our protagonist, who's clearly our protagonist here, goes on to, does a bit of a monologue about how she doesn't care anymore. Wow. Okay. And she says to the, she says to, to her friend across the table from her. Have you every any time you've ever been in front of a man and taken your clothes off, and she's kind of like, okay, well that hadn't been that many times, but sure, has he ever asked you to leave? And she's, the woman's like, no, and she's like, yeah, because you know, this is kind of the tale of like, you know, he's not going to because he's won the lottery. He's in a room with a woman who's taken all her clothes off, uh-huh, and he's not uh-huh. going to ask you. Yeah, to, he doesn't care. I get, it, I get it. Do you know what film this is? No. Oh, interesting. Um. So we've got one very famous actress, one... Maybe famous, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. How recent is this film? It's older. It's older. older. And so then the monologue continues, and that monologue uh, goes on to... How, well, first of all, I should have added this little detail, because okay. I think this is, a, this is a little hint that you might be able to tap into something with. Okay, okay. She says, we're in, Na- we're in Napoli, eating freaking pizza in Napoli and how the hell are you not just diving into this pizza and the monologue continues and she goes so here's what we're going to do I'm going to love the hell out of this pizza I'm going to keep eating it we're going to go to a soccer game and then we're going to go on a little date where we buy new jeans I'm tired of the guilt I'm not doing it anymore okay older I don't want to be obese but I'm not going to keep feeling guilty about eating Italian girls trip chowing down on pizza and that's the scene Famous actress. They're in Napoli. They're, yeah. Is this Eat, Pray, Love? Bing, bing, bing. You got it. You got it. Good job. Without even me saying. Julia Roberts? Yes, Julia Roberts. Who's the other actress in the scene? I don't remember. Yeah, okay. I don't, I, I didn't at first I don't remember I was like, anybody else in that movie. Well, at first I was like, is that Scarlett Johansson? That's what my, like a oh, young Scarlett, yeah. but, I, but it, it really wasn't. So I don't think it was at least. Yeah, I saw this movie. Um, I don't really remember anything about it other than I remember hating it. Yeah, it looks absolutely hateable. And but that you got yeah, it. You did I, it. I don't remember why I hated it. I, I don't. I have an allergy to Ryan Murphy, the director of this, who yeah. also 
created a bunch of TV stuff like Glee and American Horror Story and all that. I just can't. I can't with that guy. Uh, I definitely, while I was watching the clip just now, thought to myself, man, oh, man. I'm going to have to watch this thing because Julia Roberts giving a speech about calories. Uh-huh. I mean, come on, it, it, come on. And, and it's, it feels lifetime level. And of course, you know, I, I watched this clip because I was inspired by our phone, a friend segment where Lisa mentioned, what was it again? Under the Tuscan sun, which to me is the same film as eat, pray, love. I haven't seen either <laughs> one of them, but it's just the same kind of vibe, right? I have to imagine under the Tuscan sun is a lot better than eat, pray, love. I don't know. They both have the, basically the same cover. Well, when you inevitably watch them both for next, let you know. next time uh, on the yeah, podcast, I'm definitely watching these because I was really highly entertained and also rolling my eyes at the same time, which I appreciate. Unlike you. All right. Oh, anyway, you won. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> And now, a look at what we're watching this week. So, so, so we're just we're just speaking. talking over each other today. I mean, what can you do? We finish each other's. Well, we don't even finish them. We just say the same shit over each other. God damn it! Okay, well, so we well, here's what I've been watching. Corey. What have you is been that watching? What you're about to ask That's me? what I was about to ask you. I have seen Petite Mama, which is. One of my favorite movies of this year or last year, whatever year it came out, it's flexible. I love this movie. I love it, love it, love yeah, it, love yeah, it. Yeah. How do you feel about it? I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, because it rules, right? It's, it's it is a incredibly charming yeah, film. It's the best, and it it's uh, an hour and fifteen minutes or so, uh-huh. give or take a few, and it is so lovely and so kind and so sweet. And there's some. It's packed with sort of tr- I don't know truth and honesty and intimacy and it is just beautiful i love this damn thing it's it's going to be on my top it's up there this yeah, year it's the best it's incredible and it's in it's it's very female down to even the one main character in the film we we sort of there's a scene where he shaves his beard it becomes yeah. a little more feminine so to speak i this damn thing it, it is people have called this a perfect film and in so many ways it's a perfect film but it is a quiet storm of a movie mm-hmm and so it's not going to – I don't think it's going to land on a lot of best of lists. It should. It should. I don't think it's going to you know, get any big awards. It, it's it's uh, unassuming, little wonderful, perfect little thing. I, I, I don't know. I saw it on Mother's Day. I saw it with my mom. Aw. Yeah. It, I, it, I don't know. It really, it really caught me. I enjoyed it so much. And again, efficient. Yeah. It packs so much beauty into 72 minutes. It's unbelievable. I adore this thing, too. As I've mentioned once or twice, I imagine. It's just, it is the best. Celine Sciamma just once again proving uh, what a fantastic filmmaker she is. Um, just to, to go from something that, you know, portrait of a lady on fire is, it's not like it's epic in scope, but it's broader in scope, right? It's, it's got these vast vistas, uh, and very different film scenic moments. And then she just, you know, narrows the focus in petite mama to a little girl and another little girl and, uh, her mother and her father. And just the things that are unspoken between all of these characters, just as much as the things that are spoken between these characters. And there's so much packed into it. It It is it, – I mean, it's a movie that will sneak up on you. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff. I, I've mentioned this before, but there's a there's a scene in Peggy Sue Got Married where just, – just the fantasy of it all, right? This idea that you could wake up and be back in high school knowing what you know now and, and making some decisions about reliving your life – that's 
that's a great thing about filmmaking mm-hmm. is that you have not just obviously literature has this ability, but you get the visuals, you get a lot of tactile stuff with a film that is cr- incredibly difficult to capture in the same exact way in, yeah. in a book. And so, you know, that that moment in Peggy Sue Got Married where she goes home and her as she's running up the stairs very quickly she's kind of already become wrapped back up in the day-to-day as we do so frequently and has forgotten that she's time traveled and is you know back in her high school dress and this kind of thing yeah and her mother calls as she's going up the stairs to her room hey your grandmother's on the phone and the kathleen turner who's playing peggy sue freezes on the stairs and it they bring in some sweeping music and it just becomes this kind of moment that is incredibly incredibly relatable and really interesting beyond the screen right yeah yeah. and this is a hour and 15 minute or so feature film that takes that one breath of a moment and extends it over over the course of the entire film for sure and it is magical for that reason Mm -hmm. it is absolutely magical it it to me is clearly somebody clearly the filmmaker here has experienced incredible loss and has has worked through some of that and this film this film is like therapy yeah that is what my my girlfriend said when we came out she's like that is like that is therapied up as hell and it is <laughs> it is an incredible incredible film i can't recommend it enough it is in french and i was told as my girlfriend speaks french that a lot is lost in translation really? so i can't even imagine being able to watch it and and understand the language but it even in english it is a gorgeous little bitch of a film yeah i mean even if uh the the subtitles aren't super accurate the subtitles hit pretty fucking hard. They do. You know, so they absolutely do. So um, I, I'm, I'm in love with this one. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny to me. I no, again, no offense to Daniel, but you kind of came in last week and said, Oh, I feel like, you know, this is da- Daniel's, the Daniels have saved filmmaking and this is the future of filmmaking. I, to me, this is the future of filmmaking. Like to me, this, this is saving filmmaking. Now, again, is it going to save it at the box office? No, it's not. And maybe the Daniels will, but it, it is, I feel really optimistic about the months ahead. Well, it's a, it's a it's a masterpiece. It I, really is. I love it too. So yes, I'm very happy with it. And other than that, I've watched Aline again, Aline again, <laughs> and it was just as enjoyable this time as it was the first time. I was howling at the screen. It is the we it is the weirdest film of the year. I stand by that. It is the weirdest film of the year. I encourage everybody to go out and see it. Uh, if you can't see it at the sidewalk anymore, I think it's gone. Or maybe I think yeah. I By think. the time you're hearing this, it will yeah, be. Yeah, it will be. And so I don't know where you catch it, but go catch it because it is going to blow your mind with weirdness. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I still got to catch this thing. I haven't I seen it I hope you get to see it on Thursday because we have got to talk. Okay. Anyway, what I, I won't spend too much longer on it because if you don't know what this is about, go and freaking look it up. We've talked about it before on a podcast. We have. But go look it up. Anyway, Corey, what have you been watching? I watched a pair of Sam Raimi movies, yeah. neither of which I had seen before. The first, a classic from the early 90s, Dark Man. Uh, his first foray yeah. into superhero uh, film. Is this Ben Affleck? This is Liam Neeson okay. and Francis McDormand. Oh, um, nice. She didn't have... A ton to do. Well, that's too um, bad. This is not. This is a character invented for the screen uh, that kind of came in that post Dick Tracy. Yes, you yeah. know the Rocketeer, the Shadow era, where you know. Uh, well, I guess I should say post Tim Burton's Batman, post Batman eighty nine, where you know we did 
gothic superheroes in big sort of um, spectacular uh, visions. Um, and, and Darkman certainly is that. It is certainly a Sam Raimi movie. It's got a lot of his very, let's say, over-caffeinated touches um, molded for the first time into the studio framework. I think this was his first studio film, in fact. Um, of course, he would go on to direct the Spider-Man trilogy, as we've talked about again and again on the podcast in recent weeks. But as of last weekend, he once again returned to the big screen in modern superhero interconnected cinematic universes with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Now, this one, I liked a little less than Dark Man, but I still had a good time with it. Um, not because it's, I don't know, like the 20 millionth film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I'm on board with fully. I'm a sip simp for that mm. like i am who i am guys mm. i like superhero movies what can i tell you um you know it's it's enjoyable enough on that level but to see sam raimi put his stamp on this marvel stuff and indeed use disney and their you know unlimited budgets apparently to go full sam raimi for segments in the second half of this movie that made it worth it because he is pulling from the evil dead he's pulling from some of his more gonzo horror stuff and when this movie you know is imbued with his personality is when it really really sings um you know it takes a minute to get there it's not a perfect movie uh but boy did i have a lot of fun with it just as i have uh fun with most of these marvel things i have to admit boring is I'm it sorry. gonna save cinema no in fact it's actively destroying it but yeah. Oh, yeah um you know at least um while uh rome is burning i'll i'll play this fiddle i guess and just uh celebrate it uh, so anyway, that's what I've been watching. Sam Raimi, um, I, you know, good stuff. What can I tell you? I like Sam Raimi a lot as a filmmaker. Uh, Evil Dead 2, one of the best movies I think ever. Um, and, um, you know, I, I'm always excited when that guy makes a new movie. It's been too long. Glad he returned. And Man O' oh Man is the multiverse taking up some screens in the world of cinema right now. Woo, I tell you what, though this one is is less, let's say, cinematically imaginative yeah. and adventurous than what the Daniels did in Everything Everywhere All at Once, um, which is the superior multiverse picture if you're looking to make a choice between the two. But don't take my word for it. Hell, see them both. Why not? Well, I was at the Vestavia AMC last night, and it was busier than I've seen it in a very long time. So whatever the multiverse is doing, it's working. Yep. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Side Talks Podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Hollywood, Florida and Hollywood, California. Wow. I know yeah. which one I would prefer to oh, be. Oh, I think we, we'll have to fight over that. Okay. We'll have to fight over it. Because my guess is you're thinking Cali. That's right. Who wouldn't want to be in Cali over South Florida, at least? Jeez. I mean, you put it like that. What a choice. Anyway, it's Hollywood either way. <laughs> one of them's got a sign. The other one, eh, it's probably got a sign somewhere. It's got alligators. Got them gators. Got the glades. It's um, got the glades. Thanks to our friends at Boutwell Studios, especially Brad. Thanks, Brad. Thanks You're for, welcome. Thanks for putting up with us on a very long day today. Hell yeah. And uh, thanks to our sponsors, Revelator Coffee, for serving that you. delicious coffee. And we couldn't do it without you, really. I mean, literally, that's real. Literally. 
Um, SidewalkFest.com or at SidewalkFilm on social media. Come see a movie with us at the Sidewalk Cinema. And by the time you're hearing this, tickets are now on sale for the Sidewalk Film Festival. Oh, yeah, that thing. The 24th annual Sidewalk Film Festival, downtown Birmingham, last week of August. We're going to have movies. What they are, we cannot tell well, you yet. and we can tell you this. Uh-huh. We can hot take. Uh-oh. Tell you this. It's not a film title, so oh, okay. can't say that yet. But boy, oh boy, is it bottlenecking already. Yeah. We have had all kinds of folks from the left and the right and the up and the down reach out to us and say, we want to do this thing with you this year. So it's going to be not just packed with films, but packed with all kinds of film-centric craziness yeah I, I know i know some of this and uh we've been talking about some of this and folks let me tell you you're going to want to get those festival passes as soon as possible lowest price of the season on sale now get them while they're hot it's gonna be a wild year bye batwell studios podcast division your words our expertise